Welcome to St. Martin in the Fields and welcome to great sacred music. Advent, the season in which we now find ourselves, is the season when we recognize the tension between what has been revealed, Christ's first coming as a baby in Bethlehem, and what has yet to be revealed, Christ's second coming uh, on the last day in clouds of glory. The word Advent means coming, so it refers to both the first and the second coming of Christ. One Advent tradition is to assign each of the four Sundays of Advent to mark the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. Although these days, a couple of days before Christmas, reflecting on hell has gone seriously out of fashion. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is the distinctive hymn of Advent. And it's got an interesting story behind it. 1,500 years ago, the early monks marked the seven days leading up to Christmas Eve, assigning to each day one of the scriptural names of Jesus, wisdom, Lord, root of Jesse, key of David, morning star, king of all peoples, and Emmanuel, God with us. Put together in Latin, the first letter of each title spells Sarcor, S-A-R-C-O-R-E. Read backwards, Sarcor reads Erocras, which in Latin means I will be here tomorrow. So the resultant hymn is a secret code that contains the whole of Christmas, Jesus is coming, and the whole of Advent, the hope of his second coming. In the 13th century, I know this is beginning to sound a bit Dan Brown, but it's all true, in the 13th century, a Latin monk made five of the antiphons into a hymn and added the chorus. The hymn was translated in the 19th century by John Mason Neal into the form we have it today in 1851. It's our tradition at Great Sacred Music to begin by singing a hymn together. So I'm going to invite you to take the sheets that you picked up, I hope, on the way in, turn to the inside left page, remain seated uh, at, while the voices stand and lead us as we sing together, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel.
we're now going to hear a couple of contemporary settings of ancient texts uh, surrounding uh, the morning star that uh, significant amongst the seven great O antiphons uh, of Advent. First of all, we're going to hear a setting by Arvo Pett of O Morgan Sten, which he wrote in uh, 1988 as part of his seven Magnificat antiphons. And then we're going to hear a setting by Will Stodd, well, sorry, Will Todd, uh, Christus Est Stella, uh, which is taken from some words of the Venerable Bede in the early 8th century about the tradition that already existed clearly in his time. This is part of Will Todd's uh, Oratorio St. Cuth Cuthbert of Lindisfarne, which he wrote for the thousandth anniversary of the arrival of St. Cuthbert's Shrine in Durham in 995. Both of these very much focusing on the tradition of the light shining in the darkness, possibly the most evocative Christmas image of them all, that sense of complete night and just one candle shining brightly and giving hope to the whole world. That's the sentiment behind these two contemporary settings we'll hear now.
Well, we're going to hear two very contrasting pieces now. <clears throat> the first by Eric Whittaker, uh, which comes from a short poem in English called Light and Gold by Edward Esch. And this uh, was translated into Latin by the grandly named Charles Anthony Silvestri. I'm not going to suggest for a moment that there's anything pretentious about Eric Whittaker, but translating an English poem into Latin is quite a pretentious thing to do. Um, he's made a great play on YouTube. There's uh, millions and millions of people have viewed a YouTube video of, uh, of Whittaker's which has a mix of individual recordings by 185 singers from 12 countries as part of his virtual choir project. But you don't need to worry about YouTube. You get the real thing here from St. Martin's Voices. So anyway, that's Luxau Rumque that we're going to hear first, and then that will be followed by a very different piece, The Evening Star, uh, originally from a Scottish 19th century poet, Thomas Campbell, and set by Samuel Coleridge Taylor, a fascinating man whose mother, who came from London and father from Sierra Leone, who became a successful mu musician, uh, both in this country and in the United States, uh, but died of pneumonia at the age of 37. He experienced significant racial discrimination, but he was also received by Teddy Roosevelt at the White House in 1904, which uh, was quite a rare event for uh, a person of color in those days. Let's enjoy these two very different pieces.
Well, it's time for us all to sing again now, and uh, you'll find on the inside of your sheets, Longing for Light, one of a number of hymns by Bernadette Farrell that express a hope for peace and justice in God's world. Each verse of the hymn, as you'll notice, moves from a statement of what many long for yet don't have, basic human rights and the fundamentals of everyday living, to our commitment to share what we do have and respond to the needs of others and thus we may become a light for the world to see, servants endeavoring to make Christ's kingdom visible on earth. Bernadette Farrell doesn't describe herself as a hymn writer. She, talk, she is a community organizer in South London. She doesn't, as she says, writing uh, was never her plan. She just responds to the needs around her. Nonetheless, she's become one of the most influential Catholic hymn writers of our generation. We remain seated. We'll sing the whole of Longing for Light. Uh, we wait in darkness as the voices stand and lead us.
well, we're coming to the end of great sacred music for this week. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. If you have, there's an opportunity to make a donation uh, in the retiring collection as you leave, either, either technologically or with old-fashioned cash. And if you're joining us online, it's all technology for you. Uh, do note that our, our sister program, Choral Classics, is taking a break for Christmas and will resume on the 8th of January. But we'll be back uh, Great Sacred Music next Thursday with uh, a, um, a program entitled Welcome Yule, which uh, will get us in the mood for the festive season. I'm sure you're not yet in the mood, but you will be so by 1.35 p.m. Uh, next Thursday. We'll look after that. Peter Gritton has been a long-time uh, director of music at James Allen Girls' School, uh, just up the road from here. And his piece is uh, that something slightly different that we often end our great sacred music programs with. Uh, it's called Follow That Star and it's aimed at those of more tender years, and I see those are well represented, at least in spirit, <laughs> if not in body amongst us today. Uh, it, it does focus our minds on the different journeys. The star, of course, in the Christmas story is very much directing one particular journey, uh, but Christmas is really about four journeys, the journey of Joseph of Mary, the journey of the shepherds, the journey of the wise men, and fundamentally, the journey of God to us in Christ. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>